So welcome everybody to Embodying Your Higher Self, Tools for Living Consciously. My name is Michelle Chimpaka, and today we have a very special guest joining us. Her name is Sandra St. Eves, and um, she's here. She's also a dear friend of mine. I'd love to just take introduce her. Uh, Sandra is a rec recognized nationally as a um, she's also a psychic guide, an intuitive coach, a spiritual alchemist, a quantum pioneer. And Sandra is known as a mystic, medical, and hypnotherapist, and she founded Quantum Transformations and teaches the art of the heart. Um, as well as this auspicious background, Sandra has worked beside Islamic mystics, shamans, and Balinese priestesses and priests to hone her skills and remove the darkness and bring in the light. And with a wide range of clients from all spheres of life, Sandra has the ability to give clear guidance and make swift and life-changing transformations through the quantum field. Her mainstream background in psychology and counseling education has over 30 years of metaphysical and psychological experience co-creating with different realms of consciousness. Sandra integrates her channeled information with different modalities, working multidimensionally to encompass a holistic approach. Wow. So great to have you here, Sandra. How are you today? Oh, I'm so excited to be with you, darling. Oh, really happy to be here. Wonderful. And I'm hoping you can hear me clearly. I'm hoping you can hear me Yes, clearly. I can hear you. There's a little bit of background noise, just so you know. So when you move around, I guess the mic must be quite sensitive. Um, but yes, we can hear you super well. Um, just wanted to let you know there's about 214 people uh, listening in today. So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to everybody. Lovely that you're listening in. And uh, yeah, I look forward to sharing with, with you and with Michelle. Really looking forward to this. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. So um, yeah, you have an incredible background and I know you have such a story, but I always love to ask my guests and because I think people are interested, what, is, what was the catalyst for you to get into this field of work, to become, you know, who you are today, all of the things that I've just mentioned, what was the catalyst or was there not one catalyst? Maybe it was a series of events. Oh, I've had a series of events, my darling. <laughs> I, I was born seeing. I was born seeing spirit. I was born seeing globes. And, um, you know, that happened through my childhood had quite a challenging childhood which you know caused me to leave my body a lot of times and astral travel and ask the meaning of life at a very young age <laughs> then um the catalyst after you know was um i have been on well on the journey of wanting to know about people wanting to know what the world's about wanting to find out more about um, other worlds within this world, other dimensions, and
Ah, we lost you for a moment there. I can't hear you. I think you've accidentally muted yourself, Sam. Um, I hope you can hear me. You've muted yourself, so you just have to go down to the little mic icon and press on it and unmute, unmute yourself. You are still muted. I could never have even tried to to create the life that, that, that came to me. Does that answer the question? Yes, for some reason, uh, for a part of it, you were muted and I was trying to let you know, but now you're okay, I can hear you. And I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> I'm, oh I'm hoping the audience did, um, but I, I don't know <laughs> if there was a problem with the connection or what happened, but for about two or three minutes, you were muted. Oh, yeah. well, very interesting. <laughs> well, well, yeah. What can I say? We've obviously entered the zero point field where you don't need to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> you can just feel it. <laughs> wow, that was interesting. And then I was talking and saying, hey, you're muted, but uh, you didn't hear me. So that was weird. Very interesting. Very interesting. No, <laughs> and I'm definitely not muted. Although I did feel rather alone, I have to say, <laughs> as I was speaking. Okay, well, there, now you know why. So um, I'm hoping that by some miracle that will be in the recording. And I'd love to have people comment. Did, was there a blank out for any of you for a couple of minutes? Did you miss what she was saying? Please do let us know because um, um, we do care about the information you're receiving and that you're able to receive all the information um, this show is all about empowering you and I bring on special guests like Sandra to share her knowledge and wisdom and uh, perhaps a tool to support you in your life. So this is the uh, mission behind Embodying Your Higher Self Tools for Living Consciously. So let's dive into um, the topic for today, which is um, basically navigating through these kind of challenging energetic times, you know, I think a lot of people have been sharing with me anyway, and I know with you as well, how difficult things have been. So, <laughs> where do we get, where do we get started? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit worried now, Michelle, about just talking a long diatribe now in case uh, I'm talking to myself. Oh, no. <laughs> <coughs> well, well, well. <coughs> <coughs> Now I'm getting all choked up. No, we'll definitely keep talking. But for now, let's see. Um, yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts about that? And what's, you know, what's been going on for you? What's been going on for some of your clients? Oh, wow. So many thoughts. <laughs> it's been a challenging time for a lot of people. I think for most people, I don't think everybody, but I do think for most people, it has been um you know, as we say, navigating these times has been a challenge. There's something changed um, really profoundly 
in the way we're doing things, in the way we're thinking, in the way we're feeling. And um, I feel that the navigation is almost like the compass has shifted somehow and true north is not true north at the moment. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Things have definitely shifted. And I have, um, like yourself, you know, I know you work with with people from all over the world and, and so do I. And I have, it seems to be a polarization. I have people, friends and clients who are doing exceptionally well, where the doors are opening, where things are flowing, where their lives are just this, you know, this flow of happenings and opportunity that has actually happened um, during the COVID times. Not that they haven't had their challenges, because they have, but I have that one side. And then I have another side where people are, you know, the shadow is arising to be seen, those parts of ourselves that are, um, we don't normally look at if we can possibly help it. And I've got the other side that are, you know, in a lot of chaos, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, people who have been doing well, suddenly not doing well, um, people who are working with energy and healing, who are having to change what they're doing because it's not working in the old ways. So there is this polarity that I'm seeing. What about you? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think um, I was I was definitely in a dark place for a while, and I was having a lot of uh, encounters with my own shadow, which uh, yeah. thankfully I feel like I've moved out of that. Um, it's funny because my last podcast last week was all about the shadow and uh, the shadow aspects and, and how this is really coming up and we're being pushed. I feel like um, these energies are pushing us to really upgrade ourselves. And um, I recently heard this other healer on Instagram talking about <clears throat> how she felt that we could actually have a calendar and put on the calendar when we want to have our energetic upgrades, which are a lot of dealing with a lot of emotions and purging trauma and that kind of thing. And when we want to have our physical upgrades. Now, I, I never heard of this before that we could actually choose when we want to have our Ascension upgrades. What do you think about that? I think that's quite interesting. I think that's an excellent, excellent point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How, wouldn't it be wonderful? Because we'd all be choosing now, don't you think? <laughs> I know if if I felt I had that kind of um, choice, which maybe I do, and maybe it's my belief system that is blocking that on some level, but I would upgrade everything now <laughs> to see what's possible. What I do think... Um, which is on point, but off point, what my feeling is talking about the polarity is that there really is a shift in consciousness happening. There really is some kind, you know, we call it the awakening, we call it the shift, you can call it the Kali Yuga, whatever. But humanity is being really pushed and called to see what we're doing to ourselves, to each other, to the earth, to whatever. And 
there is an awakening happening most definitely you know more and more people that i'm talking to even my mother who's 88 is suddenly talking conspiracy in a you know in a small way but still i never thought i would hear that um what i think is there's this awakening that is really happening on an, a mass level at least in the west i haven't been over to to other countries recently um and on the other side there seems to be this crushing of the human spirit hence the unnameable things that have gone on the last two and a half years and what have you where the the shadow that is you know overcast in this world is making huge moves to crush the 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 awakening that's my feeling and i don't know if it's true or if it's not true but this is is what i feel if if there wasn't if this wasn't a point for the ascension process you know for us to be raising our vibration and clearing out the crap that we've all gathered over timelines lifetimes and everything else then i think there wouldn't be such a push to to um stop this you know through causing despair causing you know causing crashes um isolating people and everything else what do you think <clears throat> yeah i absolutely agree and um it was it, it's very interesting because i was i was attending a, a very well-known um healer from the uk he had a a starseed business network thing going on and we were put into breakout rooms and there was somebody there, they wouldn't put their camera on. <clears throat> and I had a weird spidey vibe, like something's going on. And I reached out and I you know, sent a private message and said, oh, why don't you put your camera on so we can see you? And he responded and said, oh, something's wrong with my camera. And then it was when it came to his turn and he started to talk and we couldn't see mm. him, he said he wasn't, you know, he wasn't really doing anything related to what this whole Starseed Business Network was about, but that he was involved in a, uh, a, mystic, a mystic group called the Rosicrucianists. And so I privately messaged him again and I said, well, aren't the Rosicrucianists affiliated with the Illuminati? <clears throat> and he wrote me back and he said, oh, you have the wrong impression about the Illuminati. And I went, oh, shoot, how did he, how did this guy get into this meeting? And this is, um, I share this story because it's just how sneaky the, um, whatever you want to call it, the deep state, the Illuminati, the, the dark agenda, how sneaky they can be and how we have to really be not, uh, not in a place of fear, but aware we have to stay a little bit vigilant and be aware of when these energies are kind of sneaking in into our lives or into our consciousness. And it is, it is an effort to repress people and to bring them down to a place of hopelessness and despair which i've experienced in this last year or so so i just yeah. find i just find it interesting it, it almost feels like it's kind of like their last ditch effort to try to upend yeah. the movement but I, I i do feel hopeful i do feel that we are 
are, so to speak, winning this um, spiritual battle, but I do feel like there might be more challenges to come. Yeah. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> I, <love> people, <laughs> I think people have had enough, really, um, to be honest with it. And, you know, what was coming to mind, Michelle, was that, that weird group you and I were invited to that time. <laughs> I don't know if you remember in Bali, and um, it was very dark, and then there were reptilian beings and things appearing, and then, then light beings appearing and, and, and clearing them out. So anyway, that's another story for you, Elizabeth, <laughs> one day maybe. But yes, I do feel also, you know, when we're talking about these shifts and navigating, are you just remembering? <laughs> no, I'm laughing. I was laughing and then I started coughing, so I muted myself. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. Um, what I also feel, and I think this is for people, especially when they're sensitive or they're energy workers, I mean, I feel everyone's feeling this on different levels, but some more so than others, is that there are, you know, there's these solar flares going on. We know that over this last few years, we've had these crazy planetary alignments, which magnetically have affected the earth and of course affect us because, you know, we are energy, we are water, our bodies, um, most of it, it affects us. There's the solar flares that are really bombarding um, the, the atmosphere with higher energies, you know, lighter energies. And we're being called to hold that and integrate it at the same time as we're being bombarded with 5G electromagnetic craziness and, um, you know, poisoned food and, and unclean water and everything else, you know, chemtrails, whatever. And so we've got this, again, it's this polarity, isn't it? We've really been... Um, it's been highlighted, this world of duality. And I mean duality of experience, because, of course, we are all in the unity consciousness and in this one mind. We don't feel like it. But this duality is really, um, really highlighted. That's my feeling. And so, you know, we're being called to be aware First of all, we have to be aware of ourselves, of course, have self-knowledge, but be aware on so many levels now of what we are feeling um, in our bodies, in our emotions, what we're thinking in our minds, and whether it's us, whether it's something else um, outside of us that is um, influencing on some level, whilst at the same time, um, it's like being showered by this other energies that are coming in, which we're all feeling, which can be very agitating and irritating and make us feel as though there's something wrong with us when actually there isn't. So, you know, the navigation is really challenging at the moment. <clears throat> well, I think you yeah. really summed it up very well. And, and um, I do feel it is. And I do find that I spend a lot more time alone because, <clears throat> excuse me, because I, um, being as sensitive like you, I, I sometimes it is all a bit overwhelming, and I feel yeah. now more than ever with um, with these intense energies that are that are coming in, as you mentioned, the solar flares, the five G, 
um, <clears throat> the poison food. Um, there are so many factors. Sorry, I'm getting a bit choked up. This is interesting. Yeah. There's so many factors yeah. that <clears throat> are, are kind of like infiltrating our... <clears throat> I'm not getting choked up in the terms of crying. There's something blocking my throat from trying to say what I want to say. This... Right. <clears throat> okay, let's right. just clear that. Whatever that is. Right. I was just gonna yeah. just gonna say the same thing. Let's just clear that. <laughs> Let's just clear it just came in, my throat started squeezing shut. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's clear that, clear that, dissolving, dissolving right. that. Wow guys, I guess what me and Sandra are talking about must be pretty important because something is <laughs> trying to silence me. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, you know, this happened last time, last week, folks, if any of you were here for the last podcast, the same thing happened to me <clears throat> um, while I was trying to share with you about the shadow. Um, so anyway, I do yeah. feel this infiltration is, or these energies are trying to infiltrate us, and we have to be aware, and to ha what I was going to say <clears throat> is to have a practice, a daily practice that will support you in clearing your energies every day, grounding you, centering you, um, gathering your power, and creating a protection. <clears throat> and I do a practice every day, which I've shared with all of you, and I feel that now more than ever, it's like non-negotiable. We really have to have some kind of practice. That's what I wanted to share. <clears throat> mm. Mm. Are you okay there, darling? I am. I'm better. I'm getting better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Drink lots of water. That's a good practice. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to go get some more water. Yes. Meanwhile, I'll have a chat to you all um, whilst Michelle's getting her water. Um, yeah, daily practices. It's so... Again, this is another challenge at the moment. I was listening to something the other day and I can't remember what it was. Um, brilliant, brilliant um, YouTube channel. Next Level Soul, I think it's called. And um, they were talking about the devices that we have and how um, we're all living with these devices and, and we need them in this modern age, don't we? At this moment in time, I feel they're, externalizations actually of what we can do for ourselves on an internal level but um, humanity's forgotten and of course if you externalize something then we forget to look inside but they were talking about these devices and how they are emitting these waves that are beyond waves they're actually frequencies that cause us to think differently so a daily practice i feel when we're thinking about these things is to look at who we are um know who we are um in terms of who we are in that moment and and notice if there's feels as if there's some kind of interference so i'll give you an example i'm i'm living back in the uk for the moment can't see myself staying here but i'm here at the moment and and every time i'm in the uk i I um, can feel this heaviness and this bombardment of something. 
and I can't, and I'm saying something because I can't quite put my finger on it. And it feels a bit crushing. And other people who come and visit the UK and, and then go back out again have said the same thing. I feel as though, um, I know they put out a lot of this 5G in Britain and these smart meters as well, which emit these waves that are um, not, the body is not ready to assimilate those kind of ways. In fact, 5G was developed for warfare. So they've got all of this 5G in Britain. And if you're in a small place like I am, you can feel it kind of concentrated. Now this program was saying that in that concentration are thought forms that are kind of being implanted somehow through a frequency. So if that frequency causes you to feel despair, for instance, or down or pain in your body, then of course you're going to think differently to if you're feeling joyful or if you're feeling light in your body or just at a yoga session or something. So, you know, one of the ways to look after ourselves is to notice that what's in our homes. I have all of these electromagnetic, um, I don't know what they're called. Anyway, they stop the electromagnetic frequencies from bombarding the body. I have them all over my house and my devices. But I know when I go out, there's a different kind of feeling and I become aware of if I'm suddenly starting to think something that I wouldn't normally like, for instance, worrying about money. In UK, there's a lot of people worrying about money. It's been put, that, put out there really strongly at the moment. Worrying about money, worrying about electricity, not my usual way. So, you know, what I would say is one way to... Um, keep yourself aware of yourself and not allow the um oh what's the word it's gone out of my head oh, when something is put in water that's clean right contamination there's the word <laughs> <laughs> not allow the contamination i knew it was there um the contamination is is to notice um and not allow that contamination to to um, influence you, uh, you know, for this long time, for instance. Um, that's one way, I would say, is to, is to um, keep yourself um, in your space as who you are, as the true being that you are, not as this um, collective thought forms that are being put out there at the moment. Did that all make sense, Michelle? Did you get your walk? Yes, I did. And I was listening. It definitely makes sense. And I, <clears throat> I often talk to my clients about this and how they think their thoughts are their thoughts when they're not necessarily, you know, and uh, I love that tool, that great tool from Access Consciousness, where you just say, I return all this back to sender with consciousness attached. And I often give them that tool and they say they feel things getting lighter and lighter <clears throat> because they begin to realize, wow, that wasn't even mine. And why did I take that and choose that to be mine? So, yeah, I think there's a lot of that going on for sure. There's a lot of contamination, um, yeah. contaminating thought forms, <clears throat> contaminating energies. Um, you know, one of my students, I was doing a mentoring call earlier, and she was talking about how she was 
just by this person and felt like didn't feel something was off, something wasn't right. <clears throat> and um, she got the awareness that for whatever reason, whatever was with that person was a kind of vampiric energy. And so she kind of moved away. There's a lot of interesting things happening right now, <laughs> I'd say, for sure, yeah. for sure. But I think... Yes. Mm. Go ahead, yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry, I was just agreeing with you, darling. <clears throat> and also, you know, as you're saying that and we're talking about that contamination on one level, there's another contamination also, which again is another polarity. Now, I didn't mean to talk about these many polarities, but it's coming up in the moment, so I am um, just going with the flow of what's coming up. Um, the other polarity is the positivity movement, you know, yes. which which is sending people down the other side of denial. So we've got one side that's looking at all the dark, shitty things that are going on and, and despairing and being contaminated by all of these waves. And then we've got this other part that is... Um, you know, contaminated in some way by the positivity. You're not allowed to talk about your feelings. You can't say anything negative, you know, be in denial. Just stay on these high, high, high vibrational things, planes, and, you know, forget that we're here in this human experience and we need to embody this human experience with our higher self, with our awareness, in order to lift this planetary awareness you know, and allow these energies to come through, which is what we're doing. We're vessels for that. And it's so easy to try and escape and only stay positive, you know, and I'm not saying go, you know, that, um, that we can't and we need, we don't need to maybe turn that around. Sometimes we're, we're going down a deep hole or if we're feeling ourselves, repeating ourselves with the same negative story. But I am saying that we are here to experience it all and to allow it all to to flow through us to go through us as uncomfortable that as that may be or as ecstatic as that may be um yeah wow that's beautiful that's, that's how i feel beautifully said and i i really uh, resonate with that because i do feel you know i mean as a as a shamanic practitioner i feel that I guess what I love about this path is there's that balance between the dark and the light. Really, both are included in, in this spiritual practice. And I feel it kind of goes back to, to the time of Buddha when he found the middle path. And I think that's, that's really ultimately that place, or maybe that is the zero point, where we're, we're nowhere in binary thinking or binary uh, beingness. We are just in that place of neutrality and that zero point. And I, and I know you do a lot of work with that, and I'd love to you to extrapolate on that and how you work with zero point um, in, your, in your own healing work. I think people would be interested. Yes, well, yes, you're absolutely right. It's coming to that place of neutrality and realizing that we need to come into that balanced place as well, which is what that infinity symbol is all about, isn't it? It's what the yin and yang symbols are about. It's, it's that polarity that also contains essence of each other, you know? Um, it's not separate, although it is separate, but it's not. And how um, the, the zero point within my work works is, is that we come into that 
place of neutrality, the zero point field, where everything is possible, where nothing is given meaning. And um, through that non-meaning, we can enter a place where it is possible to um, experience something new because within the zero point field is it is the god force it is the creative force and we're not being pulled one side or the other to live in that zero point is something else though um i'm not sure that we are entirely designed at this point to be living in zero point because we need to come back into that zero point the middle of the infinity um in order to create uh right i've gone off on a tangent and i'm not sure where i've gone you need to ask me a question darling <laughs> no that was beautiful i just um you you already said how you bring people into that zero point um in your work and that place of neutrality is that is that what allows mm. people to really experience that healing and the transformation ah. yeah, that they're seeking right okay Okay, so what we have is we have these polarities, we have this world in which we have, we make meaning of this world as human beings. I mean, even animals make meaning of this world on some level, I'm guessing because they live their, their particular worlds. Um, but we make, as human beings, we make meaning, we give everything meaning. And when we assign a meaning, we're also assigning a judgment. We're assigning something that is finite, no longer infinite, because we have decided that a situation or a person or a thing is this meaning. It holds this meaning. doesn't matter. It could be a religion, a belief, whatever. So we assign these meanings that are not really necessarily true. It's all true, but nothing is true. But as soon as we give something meaning, we're already stuck in that place. Um, basically, in the quantum world, we call this collapsing the wave function. And um, when we collapse that and we observe something to have meaning, it is there in solid form. What we can do, though, is collapse the wave function into something else. What this means is that we can decide that it doesn't have meaning. We come and we look at this meaning, we've given a story or we've given a situation and we start to um, bring it into the zero point where it no longer has the trigger effects and the heavy, dense feeling that it normally will bring when we're working with something. Um, people are usually working with something that's dense. So when we look at the meaning we're giving something, we can see that we have made something a solid reality. When we start to open up from that meaning, when we start to see other possibilities, we can actually um, turn that into something else that is within the field of all possibility. And the field of all possibility is the quantum field that we are and that we live in. Um, people often talk about the quantum field that as if it's a separate um, field to us, but it's not. We're all within this beautiful, intricate web of atomic and photonic um, 
energy, electromagnetic energy and photonic energy that is consciousness. And consciousness doesn't really know itself till we give it meaning somehow. It's flowing through everything, but when we give it meaning, we stick it. So we go to the zero point field. Um, that's how I work, is to take someone, drop into the heart center, come into that place where everything is in neutrality, the heart being the center, you know, the balancer between physical and and spiritual. And we collapse the wave function again to allow other possibilities to become uh, probabilities, to become more likely. Does that make sense? Oh, amazing. Really uh, an amazing explanation. And, and uh, I know you've told me this before, but it always it's good to hear it again because it is quite, in a way, it's uh, quite an sort of, mystical in some ways mystical explanation but i i think there's so much to so much to get from this you know and understand about the zero point energy that i'm still learning and i think a lot of people don't know as well so thank you for that explanation yeah well i hope it was a simple explanation because i know it's it's a bit disconcerting that i that I don't hear you when this um when I'm talking it kind of goes into this field of zero point to be honest <laughs> almost like nothing else exists um but when we keep looking you know one thing I will say what I've been told for many many years by my higher self by my guides whatever you want to call those forces is that you know they say to me and my higher self says to me why are you looking behind you? Why are you looking at that direction where you've been? <clears throat> it's behind. Why are you looking at that place where you could go, but you don't really want to go? Because that's not the direction you want to go. To collapse the wave function into something that you would prefer is to keep looking in the direction you want to go. Yeah. Does that yeah, make that sense? That makes a lot of sense. It's that, yes. it's that simple. So when we dedicate ourselves to something, um, when we, we dedicate ourselves and we devote ourselves to something like, I know you do, I know um, this is what I've dedicated the best part of my life really, has been on this path of um, serving other um, and how can I best serve others in in the best way possible that is for them for each individual and as the collective that's the direction i want to go so that's the devotion now what's happening in these times at the moment and what's happened over this last two and a half years or so is that people have been kind of stopped from looking in the direction they want to go really and devoting themselves in that direction because they've been told they can't or they've been isolated and there have been all these rules and, you know, everyone's been in this state of high alert, PTSD, basically, trauma. And, and so the collapsing of the wave function has been on a collective level, although there's many people working to collapse it in a different way, but on a collective level, it's been looking in the direction of doom and gloom and sickness and vaccination and, you know, all of this stuff. 
And it's really important for us all to realize that to navigate what we're navigating is not to not deal with what we need to deal with on an everyday level, because we do. Yeah, we, we are here in this 3D experience, even though we're not 3D beings, um, but not to ignore those things. It's to do that, but keep, even if it's 10 minutes a day, devoting something to the direction you're wanting to go in. Does that make it sense? Does. It's beautiful. And um, hey, we have a surprise. Moshir has joined us and he would like to ask you a question. So welcome, Moshir. It's great to have you here. Good, e lovely. Good evening to all of you. And I just entered the, uh, the chat and uh, actually I'm still waiting and listening what you are talking about so I will understand uh, what you are talking about then I will have a question but what I understand you are talking about mental health yes oh. yes mental health spiritual health physical health and how are we navigating these times so that we stay mentally healthy physically healthy and spiritually healthy and conscious all this is connected to each other I mean mental health is the most important one so if you are mentally good then you will do physically and the rest of things in in a good way so how you uh, save your mental health is by you know uh, making yourself busy so i think this is the only solution do not think about anything make yourself busy like don't sit alone try to make yourself busy play sports go walk play with your kids do whatever you want to do but don't like uh, uh, make yourself think about uh, about yourself too much so engage uh, communicate with people do not uh, keep keep the things to yourself try to to speak to someone who you trust and I think this is the the best way mm. What do you think, Sam? I, I know. You, I mean, I know you have a background in in counseling, and so this is an interesting point that he's making. I'm just curious. What do you think about that? I feel that um, if it's not to escape yourself, then yes. I feel that to share with people is so very important, which is why um, the the dark from powers that be, we could say, isolated people for so long, and that's why many people have got to that point of you know anxiety trauma stress and panic attacks and things um so i feel that that is very true it's important to talk about what's happening and to be able to share the self what you're saying that's very very true i feel to be busy all the time that i would not agree with necessarily i do feel Yes, we need to keep ourselves active on some level, mentally, physically, have a spiritual practice as well. Um, you know, be in community if we can, or with friends, most certainly reach out. But there are times also we need to go inwards and to know ourselves um, in our silence because there's so much noise in this world. And I mean external noise as well as energetic noise at the moment. Um, what would you say, Michelle? 
here comes my question. Um, if we go back just to uh, COVID-19 period, I think still it's going on, but when it was in the high, uh, high alert, I think people start having mental issue more than before because of yeah. being, you know, uh, staying at home, not engaging with people, not communicating. So we find yes. people starting killing themselves, starting having uh, depression and anxiety, and the level was increasing that day in 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 these days in those days sorry yes yes so. yes i feel you're absolutely right and i feel that this was manufactured in order to separate people in order to isolate them and in order to keep people in a state of stress and basically many people are in this place of post traumatic stress now and you're absolutely right and it, it is continuing, certainly in the UK. I know there's stuff going on in Canada, Australia, in different ways to, are you to, from to crush people. Sorry, darling? Are you from UK? I am in the UK at the moment, yes. Okay, yes. so you are, you are from UK? I am born in the UK. Okay, so here comes another question, which is, if we go back... 30 years ago or 40 years ago okay uh it was there was no social media there was uh, no internet and do you think that the anxiety level and depression was there like today or it wasn't there oh that's a hard one i feel that those generations who are my age now were not were taught not to talk about things there were a lot of things that haven't been disclosed back then um so on one level i i feel that that things weren't so open on the other hand i don't feel that they had the energetic contamination that we have now and the distractions that we have now and the push that is is now out there and the stresses in the same way energetically things felt much more clear so yeah i would i i think there's two sides of this um, again, we're coming to this polarity we talked about earlier. There's, you know, these great things that happen through this and there's not so great things. And yes, back then, I think that the energies were clearer. It was psychically clearer, you know? Yeah. So there was uh, depression and anxiety and all these things in the previous time or it wasn't there? Yes, it was most definitely there, but less talked about and less acceptable and not seen um, in their own right uh, in, with anxiety and depression, was not seen as being something valid. It was seen and certainly not as widespread as it is now. But then it wasn't talked about in the way that it is now. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So but here we are now, aren't we? We're here and now. And what do we do with the here and now? Because it's this timeline, it's this place that we're in. And we okay. can only act from now, can't we? Yeah. But my point my point is if we go back like 30 years ago, okay, or 40 years ago, uh, people, they uh, doesn't use uh, internet and 
uh, I think I think in in in, in these days, internet playing. Uh, I don't want to say uh, too much role in, in depression and anxiety and and this problem, mental health problem. But I think, from my perspective, internet also play some role in this uh, <coughs> uh, mental health issue. Do you agree yes. with me or not? I would agree that it plays a role, a role, but the role is a role. It's not the whole act. It's yeah. not the entire play. Yes. I feel it does play a role, most definitely. Exactly. Um, and there's different ways we can look at that um, with mental health, really. But the information that, and the, the fact that you and I and Michelle and the list, you know, people who are listening and joining here are here together from all over the world and we can connect from all over the world is a magical thing. I mean, that's a fantastic thing. It's when it becomes abused that is the problem. And, and I guess, I don't know if people know or not, but not to go down the conspiracy theory road too deeply, but all of our devices were originally military devices. They're off-world military devices from our smartphones to the laptops to whatever. And, you know, the 5G was put out as a, for warfare, for instance, not for fast internet, but to scramble people's energetic fields and neurochemicals in their brains. So in that way, yes, I would say the internet most definitely has a part to play in depression. Um, on the other hand, here, it's a place for information. And through that information, um, people can connect, they can join, they can do things. And in that way, it's a wonderful thing. Depends how we look at it. Okay. Yeah. No, you know thank you. Great questions. Great what you said. Thank you. you, know, you know why I'm asking this? Because during the pandemic, I used to talk to somebody so many people from different countries and and these people were you know even when you, they used to talk to other people from another countries they were feeling like depression and and anxiety because they didn't they are not allowing to leave their houses and they used to go every day outside you know do their uh, things and suddenly something you know uh uh, implement on them that they they're not allow the, allowing them to go outside their houses. So, uh, <coughs> and they they spend their times on internet, and yeah. even even though uh, they had that feeling. So, what I would uh, achieve is internet. Also, as you just mentioned, now have a relate or have role to depression mm -hmm. and anxiety. Yes, and absolutely. If we compare, if we compare the, the, the percentage of people who used to have these things in the previous time, like before internet, it will be less than today. That's what I yeah. just bring out. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, I agree with you. Totally. So There's ways to use it in a very, very positive way. And the connection that people could make during the pandemic times and now you know, that's amazing that we could do that. And, you know, a lot of my work's over the internet. Um, a lot of people reach out over the internet and because <coughs> energy has no space and time, you know, it's possible to make profound changes over the internet. So, yes, 
I mean, here we are speaking now and connecting. Yeah, and that's, I, I, that's an amazing thing. I, I hear I heard you speak about uh, PTSD, uh, which yes. is I, I think is trauma and um, stress. Yes. Trauma, trauma, stress. Like, yes. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. What is the symptoms of this PTSD? How do you know that people have this mental health issue? Well, usually, well, it can come in different ways. Actually, I mean, what we're talking most about, of them. But most people would get anxiety. They'd start to get panic attacks in its most extreme forms. Um, they will be starting not to. Um, embody their bodies, they'll probably leave their bodies, don't want to be here, suicidal thoughts quite often, depression. Okay, okay. But there's other sides to this, though. It's not always manifested like that. Some people will be crazy busy all the time. They'll be in denial of what's going on for them. Um, they will be rushing through this world and rushing through life, trying to distract themselves all the time. Could appear with drug-taking, alcoholism, um you know, excessive eating even. So there's there's different ways that it can manifest itself. But what we're talking about mainly is um, the anxiety because any drug taking, alcoholism, things like this, you know, the self-medicating will usually come because we don't want to feel anxious and we don't want to feel panicked and we don't want to feel the depression. And what is the percentage of this mental health issue in the UK? Oh, you know? God, that, that I can't tell you. But I do know that it's on the rise and that since the pandemic, it's been more and more people talking about this, more and more people coming away from work because of um, stress and anxiety. And it has been much more publicised worldwide, including the UK, because all of a sudden it's having to be acknowledged. But this is a manufactured thing. If you keep people in fear, if you keep people stressed and anxious, they no longer are creative. They're no longer thinking about what they can create in their lives. They're no longer um, reaching out to others in the wider communities in general. What happens is people close down, they close into the family and they stop um, really reaching out in a way that is a more creative and um, inspired way of living because and and this is what's happening because they they have fear absolutely it's fear and if we make choices from fear the choices are usually not always but they're wrong i mean on a life basis i mean sometimes we need to jump out of the way of a bus or something don't we we need that but um and we need the fear for that but long-term fear um stops people making choices that are really from their heart and really from the deepest place that is true for them because we can't reach anymore what is true for us when we're in a place of fear you know i totally agree with you it's not about only about mental health issue if you for example working in the company okay and like let's say your boss uh, you know you fear your boss if you want to take a decision and you will fear of the punishment yes. Yes. because he, he threatened yes. people that will punish you. Then That's you will right. not be attract. You will not be active. You will not be some, you yes. will not do anything. Uh, uh, you know, how can I creative? You will not be creative. That's right. 
You're right. That's right. So, and that's really what my work is about, is about identifying those fears, shifting those fears, looking at where those fears come from and how can we act from a more empowered way? Because to have fear is disempowering. And if you disempower people, whether it's in work, whether it's in family, whether it's in community and, and in the worldwide that has happened over this last few years, if we disempower people, then they're, they're not going to act in yes, a way that is in their best Moshir, so sorry, so sorry, Moshir, to interrupt you. We're going to have to wrap it up. But I really love all the questions you've been asking. And I just wanted to give Sam, uh, Sandra, a chance to share what her upcoming programs are um, for 2023. We'd love to hear if you have any special offers or programs coming up. Thank you, Moshe. That was very, very sweet of you to call in and you got some really good points there. Thank you. Um, Upcoming programs. (laughs) Um, Upcoming programs. Yes, I'm looking at I'm creating some things at the moment. I want to teach more and more people really what um, how to enter that zero point field and how to affect changes in life for the individual and as a collective. Those are programs that I'm designing. I'm not yet um, in the completion stage of that. I've got a book that I've just had edited and I'm waiting um, to upload all of that on Kindle. I wish you all the best and best of luck. Thank you. And, um, And certainly I'm available for group clearings and for... Um, individual sessions. I do a lot of psychic work with people, intuitive work, and I do the quantum transformation work, which is actually shifting the trauma and the fear or the pain that people might have in their bodies, mentally, emotionally. Um, I'm there to to help people, whether it's on a face-to-face basis or whether it's on on the internet, (laughs) talking about the internet. Um, You know, Consciousness has no time and space, and it's possible to shift pain. It's possible to shift trauma. It's possible to to clear the field, um, to make um, a wider possibilities available for people in their lives and in themselves. And um, so that's what I'm doing at this minute. Oh, thank you yeah. so much, uh, Sandra. And- Really, it's been uh, such an honor to have you on uh, my show today. And I know that the listeners must have just loved every minute of what you were sharing. It was so, so oh, informative, so informative. And thanks again, Moshir, for coming on and being brave and asking those uh, wonderful questions to take the show even deeper. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, really, really nice. And all of you... And people can contact yes. me. Oh, sorry, Michelle. I was just gonna, I no, that's to. okay. I was just going to say you can, you can <laughs> contact Sandra St. Saint, uh, Saint SandraStEves at com. I put her website, but where else can they reach you? How else can they reach you? Um, they can always get me by via email or they can get me via my Facebook, um, which is Sandra St. Eves or Sam St. Eves. Um, they can go on to others and, and just request, do a friend request, a, a connection request, and we can do that. Yeah. Okay, I'm writing that right now. And my email, Good. my email is, is samstevs at yahoo.com. 
Okay, I'm just writing that now so that people can um, contact you. Um, Sam, uh, Sam, which is her nickname, um, also does sessions online. Oh, somehow I got muted. I just said that Sam, uh, Sandra St. Eves is doing sessions online, but are you also still doing sessions um, in person or no? Oh, yes, I do. If people are in the UK, I can absolutely do sessions in person, and I have been doing that here. Um, but just to say, you know, we do face-to-face, -face, whether it's on Messenger, whether we do a Zoom call. Right. Um, WhatsApp, uh, it doesn't matter um, because energy is energy and the transformations happen anyway. Um, if people go onto my website, they'll see the testimonials. A lot of those people are, you know, distance we've done over the internet. I love to do face-to-face -face sessions, but for me, I connect with people anyway. <laughs> It doesn't matter, exactly. you know, and I've even done crazy things like entity clearings over the internet, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and cleared people's houses of curses and entities and all sorts of things mm -hmm. like that. So, and I know you do that work as well, Michelle. Yes. So we know it's uh, but just to let your listeners know, it doesn't matter if they're not next to me. You know, if you've got backache, I can still clear it. If you're in California, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. For instance. It doesn't, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Moshir is wondering if you have a podcast and when you're available on Podbean. I guess he would love to follow you. Oh, <laughs> oh well, actually, I, I signed up to Podbean quite a while ago in order to do a podcast. And then Crazy Life, as, as Michelle, you know, I was traveling around during the, the COVID times. Um, over Europe and going to America to work and things like this. And it was very crazy. So I didn't get my podcast up, but I will be doing that. And um, I even have a couple of names that I may be calling it. Awesome. But I won't, I won't disclose those yet. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. But thank you, Moshia. That's really sweet of you. Thank you. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> and thanks everyone for listening in to embodying your higher self tools for living consciously Thanks so much Thank to you. Sandra St. Ives for coming and being here today with us, sharing her knowledge and wisdom and her amazing energy with us. We're so grateful to have you. And also check out my website at spiritweaverjourneys.com for upcoming programs, retreats, and mentoring um, programs coming up for 2023. So thank you, everyone. Please remember to like and follow me and uh, so much love. Have a great day or night wherever you are. Thank you, darling. Thank you. Bye. Bye.